we must constantly look at things in a different way. The Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast was created by two physical therapists out of the desire to learn more about the different educational roles in physical therapy and healthcare and how healthcare education works by talking with educational leaders and people with different perspectives within physical therapy and across interdisciplinary lines on how education can be improved to disrupt the status quo of healthcare education. This is our journey, and thanks for listening. Are you a third-year physical therapy student that excels on tests when you have study guides, checklists, and deadlines? With all of the information available about how to prepare for the NPTE, it's easy to get disorganized and not feel prepared going into the big day. NPTE Prep Success is an online course that provides PT students easy-to-use study guides and step-by-step guidance through the NPTE preparation. To learn more, visit kylericeprep.com. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. And thanks for listening to the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. Now, for this episode, it was actually recorded live at Smart Success PT Live at the Wyndham Grand in Clearwater Beach, Florida. We got the chance to chat with Paul Goff again to chat about marketing strategies. Now, for those who have not heard of Paul, he is an internationally known PT business owner of the Paul Goff Physio Rooms, along with being a published author of three and soon to be four books and many other things. Now, for this episode, we did have a little background noise that we were unable to completely edit out, so we do apologize for the inconvenience, but without further ado, here is our episode with Paul Goff. So, Paul, a lot has changed since we chatted with you last. You recently took a trip to learn from a mentor of yours, Dan Kennedy. Can you tell us a little bit about who Dan Kennedy is and what you learned in attending this conference? So, Dan is um, probably the godfather, if you like. He was uh, certainly is recognized in, in the U.S. and around the world as the uh, the sort of fountain of knowledge, if you like, of, of direct response marketing and is a guy I've studied from for five years via his books and, and conferences and just, you know, bigger bigger events that he holds and uh, it was always my ambition I, I said to my girlfriend about three years ago my uh, ambition was to be able to hire Dan to be my uh, my business coach so Christmas this year I bought myself uh, for Christmas a, a year's worth of coaching with Dan Dan Kennedy so it was uh, it was quite an accomplishment and to get in a room with him was was mega and what did I learn well I went up to Cleveland in March for a, a couple of day conference about 10, 10 people in a room with him and what what specifically you get, the, you know, the more that you pay for business coaching, the actual less you get, but the more uh, profound and the more impactful it is that you get. And it's more of the understanding of what's actually happened than, than rather, you know, do this, do that. And, and as a person starts out usually in coaching, it's just tell me what to do. Okay, I'll go off and do it. And then as it goes further up and you work with more, you know, high level business coaches, it's helped me understand it. Help, help me see this slightly differently so that I can apply it 10% better than I, I currently am. So it was much around, again, my marketing message, what and who I'm talking to, what their problems are, how I can communicate that better, what they're living with, uh, and how ultimately you know my, my product solved that, that problem. So, so yeah, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool couple of days. I'm back there in July to do it all again for three days. Very cool. Do you get like a, a, a little bit of a rush or, or kind of a, like just a, a, a powerful feeling meeting your mentor and like somebody that you've kind of followed Absolutely. for quite some yeah, time. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, these guys become the sort of, um, you know, your line of sight or your vision or your somebody you hang a lot of your hopes on as, as to being able to help and support you. So to get in a room with them, I've read every one of his books. I've been to his conferences all over the world. I've 
devoured his DVDs and read his magazines and you kind of feel like you know them before you get there so when you do it's like huh like you know I feel it's pretty pretty familiar with this guy you know because you yeah. you've read everything that he's got to uh, he's got to offer so yeah it's it's pretty powerful no indeed and you know other than the work of course that you mentioned before with going to dance stuff what other conferences are you looking to go to in the next one to two years that you're really looking forward to doing I mean I'm at a conference every year uh, Every couple of months, if not if not more, I was in Nashville last month, studying from uh, just a big IT company. Truth be told, they're in the IT space, cybersecurity. Not because I have any interest in IT or cybersecurity, but because I have an interest in anybody who's doing more than ten million dollars in my space mm-hmm. to, to learn from, basically. Mm-hmm. And I've become a fan of of reaching out. You know, most of the stuff I learned for the physio business marketing was uh, from companies outside of of mm-hmm. uh, physio. So I I tend to get. I tend to get to places that are not mainstream physio conferences and I do that A for fresh ideas but B to synthesize and that's I think is a key word of learning is sometimes when you get spoon fed it's good and, and it's good but once the spoon stop goes in your mouth you, you struggle and you become almost addicted to the to the you know I need somebody to tell me what to do rather than stepping back and going you know what screw it I'm going to um, I'm going to synthesize this information and turn it into knowledge and that that is why I go to um, conferences outside of, of my traditional spaces if you like and yeah. once you start doing that it's pretty easy to see some of the synergies between these out-of-the-box kind of conferences right you can see how this could apply and it's just applying it to your your model yeah uh, business is no different no matter what you're in and again that's the fallacy that, that a lot of our and every business or every profession has is that they think that they're uniquely different they think that somehow their challenges and struggles are only happening to them and, and that's their problem that is the problem you know, if they got their head out of their backside and went to a few different conferences, they would see that every business owner has the same problem or every student has the same challenge, whether you're a chiropractor or osteopath, whether you're a dentist mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. It's the same issue, like everywhere in the world is the, is the, you know, this is different, therefore it's a struggle. We have to accept that this is the way it is, like it or lump it, you know, and it, it isn't that way. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's not just happening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul, you just released a monthly publication called Cash is King. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So Cash is King was designed for the purpose of providing um, insights to its members. It's a monthly subscription program. Uh, think Forbes, think Success Magazine. And I basically round up now the best of my global community of, of business owners and share with everybody else what, what the cream of the crop are, are doing. Again, more for a line of sight as to this can be done. If you have any doubt or any false belief around this cannot be done, just read this magazine. And, and that's ultimately why I created it as a, an accountability tool, as a support tool, a belief almost tool that you currently think or any moment that you doubt that this can be done, you just need to open up that magazine and I'll show you somebody in a town just like yours, in a country just like yours, with a problem just like yours, who is defying what you think is currently not possible almost as an additional tool to kind of drill it into these people's heads. You've already been saying it over several different platforms, several different ways. A long it's time. all the same. It can happen to you. Your problems are the same as everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's one more tool to show you. Correct. And I've become a fan of give people less, help them implement more. And again, I believe that is true of, of education, but just getting bombarded with mm-hmm. a ridiculous amount of, of information that is just overloaded. Um, and instead of 
more CDs or more DVDs. Somebody asked you know, a few people today, have you got any more courses coming out? I was like, no, you just need to redo the one you've already done with me seven times. Mm-hmm. Like that'll have more yeah. impact on you than doing another course yeah. or coming to another one because that's sexy and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. What's boring is going back into the membership site of a program you've already bought and watching the video for the 10th time. But guess what? Getting rich is boring. That, mm-hmm. that, you know, that is true. So, so Cash is King is designed for that, is to support my members and, and people who took my programs in the past accountability line of sight for what is working and just a little kick up the ass for me to say look you know don't forget don't forget to do this yeah no indeed and i think there's something very powerful to be said for when someone sees someone else who's just like them doing something they're like oh i didn't think that was possible at all it's like yeah, you know it's social definitely possible it's, it's not just me yeah. saying this is their story yeah it's just proof you, you, the biggest problem we all have is our belief in possibility and, and if you can break that anything is possible mm-hmm. that's a good point so Paul, with you know Gary Vaynerchuk famously says, we are all media companies first. And once you realize that you're a media company and then a physical therapist or a media company and then a lawyer or a media company and then a baker, that is when you'll start winning. Now it seems like, of course, you're embracing the media first trend. So my question is how and why are you embracing the media company first movement? Here's why, because that dude runs a hundred million dollar company and I, I don't mess around with people. If a guy who runs a hundred million dollar company tells me to do something, I just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's it. Uh, but he's, he's right in that, um, you know, where I do disagree a little with Gary and um, a few people on it, and Gary does it because obviously he's got vested interest in you buying his social media, sure. you know, mm-hmm. leveraged content, um, is that is that print material is, is well and truly more than just not alive, it's kicking and thriving. And, um, there's a reason the richest man on earth and, and I really pay attention to the richest man on earth Jeff Bezos why has he just bought the Washington Post you know apparently nobody reads newspapers anymore but the richest man on earth who's the techiest geek alive has just bought an old fashioned newspaper uh, could it be that people still read them could it be that that's where still the attention is and that's where you can have more influence than any other platform on earth the answer is yes so, so the whole media thing is true. Um, I've just finished publishing, or my first book will be published, second book, sorry, but first book in the, in the business space, 1st of July, that will be out uh, in, on marketing. And uh, I've already actually started writing my second book on recruitment. I'm gonna publish three books this year uh, as a trilogy almost, marketing, recruitment, and sales, because that's usually the challenge you face in that order as you start to grow sure. a business. Um, and absolutely embracing the social media aspect and the online, uh, online activities to promote offline and get people's attention because as businesses grow, as businesses um, evolve, the biggest issue is how do we get your attention? And you can't get it from a Facebook post anymore, you can't get it from a blog. People just don't hold that as as credible as they did, you know, three to five years ago. Even podcasts are mm-hmm. very important, uh, but because a lot are coming out, you have to have one that, you know, stands the test of time. It, could be that you need a magazine to support the podcast or a mm-hmm. CD to support the podcast, something physical to, yeah. to make it real and tangible. Yeah. The game's yeah. evolving and, and you're going to have to evolve with it. Yeah. Paul, for our audience that may not be aware, could you maybe educate them as to what authority marketing is? So authority marketing, positioning yourself as the um, obvious choice to solve a specific problem that somebody's happy to pay um, significantly more for. And that kind of relates back to what you were saying about, you know, even having tangible things like podcasts is great and and social media is great. But when you have a book, you're a published author. 
that puts you as the expert or the authority on whatever published uh, it does because it's still it's still you know look Oprah Winfrey's a billionaire rumors that she might run for president might not right whatever but the point I'm going to make is when she gets announced on stage or goes anywhere it's Oprah Winfrey author still to this day even with her own TV show there is something in it being a published author and when I wrote The Healthy Habit for my physio business you know, 220 pages 60,000 words solid proper print you know downloadable um, buyable on Amazon and sells all over the world it, it transported me from just another physio to a guy who wrote the book on the problem that I've got it's how I've been able to charge more part of my marketing system and message congruency everything you know I'm not just saying that I help people with these problems it's I wrote you a book like you know I dedicated the year of my life to, to writing a book so there, you know there you go type well, of thing that's, it's a cliche phrase right well he wrote the book on right I mean that that, that becomes the lead intro to when people are like you said coming on stage Correct. published author and so and so and so and so and so you know yeah. there, there's so many things that, that are just as important if not more important and yeah. yet published author seems to be leading the way on a lot of interest absolutely it's huge yeah I couldn't recommend it highly enough to anybody to get in that game there's a reason I'm writing three books in a year I'm, I'll have three on, on the shelf another well, fourth will be by the end of December so so it's mm-hmm. huge yeah the whole you know diversifying your media is, yeah. is massive no, absolutely. And something that I think was really powerful and a big take home that you've been saying for quite some time, I know you kind of mentioned this in your talk today, was the fact that in general, it's becoming much and much harder in general, for, as for practices in general, to really get people in, especially because how we make decisions. And especially with other things, including costs, including um, you know deductibles, I've tried all these other things and it didn't work. It can be harder definitely from a media standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, to really get people in. So with that being said, for maybe anyone who's listening out there perhaps who is um, really kind of in that kind of that stuck phase that you kind of mentioned before, what is probably the one biggest tip that you would, that you would give them in general to get to that next level, to get out of that rut? The problem with price is that, or it, it's a price problem, but it's not a money problem. It's, a, it's a, always a value problem. And in the absence of certainty of an outcome, I will not give you the money. And practices seem to think that it's okay just to get better skills, which I get why they do it, but ultimately the customer doesn't understand what the value of those skills are. And and, and it's sad but true of health-based businesses and anybody else who's in the skills-based businesses, people don't value skills, they value outcomes. So the only option that you have is to um, talk about and promise better outcomes than your your competition. And if in the absence of certainty, uh, or I don't believe that you can or are capable of providing me that outcome, then I won't pay you the money. That's fair. Uh, Paul, we asked you this question last time, uh, but if you could change one aspect of higher education, DPT or otherwise, what would you change and how would you change it? Your answer uh, for the first episode was an emphasis on communication and helping people perceive what physical therapy is and helping clinicians understand how people make decisions um, and how they work. Would you like to add or change any additional steps that could create a better healthcare educational model? I wouldn't change a thing. Einstein said it best. Um, so Einstein at Princeton, every year for 20 years, he asked the same questions at the end of uh, every semester and after two years, uh, people cottoned on to the fact that they were going to be given the same test and they said, well, why did you, you know, why did you ask them the same questions? And he said, because the answers keep on changing. And in this case, um, the, uh, the solution hasn't and, and won't change. The problem 
is that we cannot speak to people in a way until you solve that problem not everything else is irrelevant until you figure out until people get dialed in on what exact words are coming out of their mouth and how they impact individuals it's ignorance is blessing that they don't understand how if I string six words together it means one thing and if I sing sing string six words together in another way it means something else to somebody else you have to be damn sure that whatever it is means something that you want it to mean to help them to understand what they are about to buy and commit to in terms of their time and money I would never ever back down on on it because I'd be I'd be going three steps ahead um, as to you know, trying to fix something that's two, two or three steps, or fix a leak further up the pipe, knowing full well that the, you know, the, the huge hole and groundswell is, is at the bottom of the pipe. Yeah, that's a good point. And also, I think the book that you recommended last time, Predictably Irrational by Dan Ariely, a very enlightening book that really talks about how we make decisions, was definitely a good read. And yeah. thank you for that yeah. recommendation, by the way. So, Paul, where can people find you online on social media if they ever got any questions for you? Yeah, online I'm at, at the Paul Goff. My podcast is um, the Physical Therapy Business School podcast. I talk openly about my story and journey and everything I'm doing in my own business. And also, uh, paulgoff.com is my website. But if um, if I may, if I've, uh, I'm allowed, there's a, my book is coming out. And the website for the book from the 1st of July 2018 will be paulsmarketingbook.com. You'll be able to buy my 60,000 word book. Awesome. And we'll put all those links in the show notes for anybody who's interested. Perfect. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. Always. Access to healthcare is one of the largest issues facing both providers and patients, as millions of people worldwide lack timely and affordable access to healthcare. Anywhere Healthcare, a telehealth platform, is a simple, low cost option for providers and patients that eliminates the barriers to access to all kinds of healthcare. To find out more, check out anywhere.healthcare, which is available on our show notes. And if you use the code HET in all caps when you email to sign up, you'll save 25% off the total cost. Thank you for attending class today, and we hope that you learned something and gained value from the content. If you'd like to schedule office hours with us, feel free to add us on Twitter at HET Podcast, on Instagram, HET Podcast, on Facebook, the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast, and the homepage, healthcareeducationtransformationpodcast.com. And for those of you following along in the syllabus, extra credit can be obtained by liking us, sharing us, and leaving a review. Let's continue our journey up Mount Educational Success as lifelong learners.